Yeah, so we begin the top of Daf Tesvav today. And the Gemari, of course, is talking about a lechi, which is placed at the opening of a mavi. So the Gemari here is going to bring a machlekes regarding a lechi that was there naturally. Does it qualify as a lechi or not? Itmar, got it? Top of Daf Tesvav. So itma we learned a machlekes lechi ha'oymed me'elov. When you have a lechi at the opening of the mavoi that's there just naturally on its own, abaya omar abaya says have a lechi. You could rely on this lechi. It's good. Rav omar Rav says loy have a lechi. No, you can't rely on this lechi. Now the basis of this machlekes will come later down in the yomid, but for now let's just take the facts. So the gemara explains in what case they're arguing. If it's a kind of lechi that they did not rely on from yesterday, they weren't planning on using this as the lechi for the movie from yesterday before Shabbos, there's not going to be an argument that you can't rely on this as a lechi. In other words, if they had another lechi there from before Shabbos, and they weren't planning on using this natural lechi that's there, what would be a natural lechi that's there? Right, let's say right at the opening of your movie, there's a tree that's growing. And the tree has... Looks, it's right in the position of where Lechi is supposed to be, right at the entrance of your Mavi. Right, so when Shabbos came in, you had a proper Lechi there. Then, during Shabbos, the proper Lechi fell, and now you want to rely on your tree. So yesterday, before Shabbos, you weren't planning on relying on this tree. So then in that case, it's not a Lechi. You were planning on relying on this tree that's there naturally from yesterday. You didn't have any other lechi. Abai Omar, so Abai says, have a lechi. Since you already were planning from before Shabbos to make this your lechi, it's good. Rav Omar, but Rav says, no, lo have a lechi. It's not going to be a good lechi. Why not? This tree was not planted there for the purpose to be a lechi. The tree was planted there, whatever. It grew there. So therefore, lo have a lechi. It's not going to be a good lechi. A lechi is only something that you built there without intention. Not only that you planned on relying on it before Shabbos, but you actually planted it there at that, right at the opening of the Mavi for this purpose. Oh, it's planted lechatchila for this purpose. Otherwise, it's not a good lechi. That's the machlekes of Rava and Abaya. So now, Gemara is going to bring a bunch of rayas, but before it brings a bunch of rayas to this machlekes, <coughs> the Gemara says that there's another case that we could compare to this. So at this point we're thinking that there is over here regarding a lechi that's there naturally, whether you could rely on it or not. The same lechi applies regarding any partition, any wall that you have to use. As we'll see, the Gemara is going to bring up a wall for a sukkah. Different, different kinds of partitions that you have to use, not a lechi but a partition. Is that mechitza that's there naturally? You have a tree that serves like a wall or mechitza. Could you rely on a mechitza naturally or not? Same achleikas of Abayin and Rava will apply regarding a mechitza just like a lech. That's what the Gemara thinks at this point. So now based on this, the Gemara is going to bring rayas to this argument. Toshema. So what does it say regarding sukkah? A person builds a sukkah between trees. And now there's one wall or maybe more than one wall of trees that are walls for the sukkah kshayda. So you could use the trees that are there naturally as walls for the sukkah. So what do you see here? You have trees that are there naturally and they were planted there for whatever purpose, not for the sukkah, but you can use them as the walls of the sukkah. So the same thing applies to a lechi. It's there naturally and you could use it for the lechi. So the Gemara says, no, this is not a raya. 
Hocha b'mayaskinon shonoton mitchila lekach. It's actually talking about a case where the person planted those trees there for this purpose, to use them for the sukkah. So therefore it's not, uh, it's not uh, what the Machlekes is about at all. If you planted those trees there for the purpose of the sukkah, of course it's good. Why shouldn't it be good? So if you put up any boards, it's good. If you plant a tree, why should it be any less? Answers the Gemara, I would think to say there's a problem with using a tree for a sukkah. We should be concerned that a person might end up using the tree on Yontif. As Rashi says, just like we know, there's a general gzeda on Shabbos and Yontif. You're not allowed to use a tree on Yontif. You're not allowed to uh, whatever, move a tree on Yontif. Why? Because you might tear off a branch. So I would think that the same gzeda applies to making a sukkah. That you shouldn't be allowed to use trees for a sukkah. Kamash Malon, so the Chiddush is that we're not concerned for that. Toshema, another raya, whether you can use a mechitza that's there naturally. So this is talking about, we had this before, you have the picture here in Rashi, if you take a look. See the boyer? You have a, um, a boyer of water that's there in the middle of the Rishus and you want to be able to use to, be, to, to draw the water from this boyer. So what do you do? You put up these L-shaped partitions at the corners. So the question is, what happens if you don't have actual partitions that you're building there, but there's natural partitions that are there from before, as the, as the Braise here explains. We're going to learn about this soon, more Barichas in the next Perik. There's a tree that's in that shape of this partition right in the corner where you need it. A gather or some other fence, a chitza sakonim, or some other kind of um, uh, from reeds that are right there that are making this partition in that corner. So then, the Braissa says, Nid mishum diyumit. You could uh, use it as a diyumit. A diyumit is this L-shaped partition that you use in the corner. So if you have it there from before, naturally, you can rely on it. So what do you see here again? That even though it's there from before, naturally you can still rely on it. That's the Gemara. It's not a raya. Hachanami over here as well. Bemayaskina. What is it speaking about? That he planted that tree in that place. He put the other part. Whatever it is, we're talking about here, it was placed there for this purpose. So again, the Gemara asks, So then, what's the chiddush that you could use them? That says the Gemara Kamash Malon, the Chiddush would be regarding the case of the Chitza Sakana, when you have this partition that's made from these reeds. And what's the case? Kone, Kone, Pachis, Mishloi, Shetvachim. You have reeds, it's not a full partition like a full wall. These are reeds which have space between the reeds. How much space is there between the reeds? Less than three Tvachim. And what's the Chiddush here? This is a discussion, and we'll learn it in Mitzvah in the next Pedic, that Abaya asks from Rabbi, could you rely on such a kind of L partition in the corner for, these boyer, for, the, for this water, even though there's space between the reeds, could you rely on it? So the answer is because there's less than three Tvachim of space between each one of the reeds, so it's Lavud, and you could rely on it. But that was the Chiddush over here of this Braisa regarding this case, when there's these reeds and it has space in between them. Toshema, third case, Elon, Hamesachalaaretz. You have a tree that's growing up high, it's at least 10 Tvachim high, but then the branches of the tree, instead of just being up in the air, the branches of the tree come down. You want to see a picture of it? They have over here a picture so you can imagine what we're talking about over here. So this is going to be a picture, the back of the Gemara here, it's going to be in picture Kuf Nun Aleph. Instead of the branches of the tree going upward, it goes up 10 Tvachim, but then it comes back down 
to the ground and you have a nice space of 10 Tvachim by 4 Tvachim under this tree. That's the minimum space you need in order to, uh, for it to qualify as Rishos HaYachit under that space. So what does it say here in the Braise? Elon Amesachalaretz, the tree, the branches of the tree are coming back onto the ground. So those branches that come back down to the ground, they have to come back to the ground within three tfachim to the ground. Right? If you take a look here in the picture where the branches reach the ground, so the end of the, the leaves of the branches, they reach the ground within three tfachim to the ground. So then, metal tachtov, you could, you could carry under this space. It's, it's the tree, the branches of the tree serves as a mechitza. It's the height of ten tvachim, it has the width of four tvachim, and it reaches the ground, and therefore it, may, it creates a perfect space of a mechitza for the shusayachit. So again, what do we see over here? That you're relying on natural trees to create a mechitza, even though it wasn't uh, put there for that purpose. So the Gemara says, no, of hochanami, here as well, b'mayaskinon, what are we speaking about? Shonotam etchil lekach. He planted these trees in that area for this purpose, that the, and then he brings down the branches in a way that it creates for him a Rosh Hashayachet there. So that's why it's okay to use. If that's the case, did he put it there? And he set it up for him to be able to live under it. So it should be allowed to carry in any of this space of this tree. And there's actually there's a limitation to this. You can't necessarily carry in the entire area there. Why did Rav Hunab say, You're only allowed to carry in it if it's up to the size of a base sasayim, which is 100 amas by 50 amas. It's quite a large space to have trees like this in such a large space coming down in this way for you to be able to live under it or to use under it. It's pretty, pretty big. So only up until base sasayim. But not mushum. Sorry, this is already the answer. Okay, so what's, what's the source of this concept of Beis Hosayim? So we had this already in Masech the Shabbos, and Rashi brings the source of this over here again. Chachamim meira takana. This is actually today's Rambam. Chachamim meira takana b'negeta karfif. Any space that's enclosed like a Roshosa Yochet, has the proper wall and space, but it's bigger than Beis Hosayim, which is bigger than the Chatzar of the Mishkan. And it's not a place designated for anybody to live there. It's like an open park, a garden, whatever, that's made for people to, to, to walk around there. They, they will geyser that you can't carry in it like Rosh Hashanah You have to treat it like Rosh Hashanah So they said the same thing, Rav Hunabred Rav Yeshua says, the same thing applies to this case over here with this tree. If the space under this tree is larger than Beis Asayim, you can't carry in it, just like the Gzeda Chachamim made regarding an open space, which is called a Karfif, more than a Beis Asayim. The Gemara's question is, but if we just said, that the, that the person put that tree there for the purpose to live under it. So he, the halacha is, if you, even if you have this open space, but if you're creating that space to live there for a base dira, so that it doesn't matter how large the space is. It's only if it's a space that's like a park, that people don't live there. Then the Chachamim made that gzeda. But if you make it to live there, then you're allowed to carry there as much as you want. So over here, didn't we just say that the person made it to live there? So what's the problem? Why can't he carry in it even if it's so large? So the Gemara answer is not, this is not a regular living space. This is a dira a person makes for outdoors, 
let's say a person has a garden or he has a place, he needs to be outdoors to be able to, 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 to stand guard for his garden. So he's outdoors in the ear. That's the kind of living space this is. An outdoor living space, which is open in the ear. Over here, the Chachamim's Gzeda, that you're only allowed to carry up to a certain measurement of base assignment, and not if it's too big, applies. Because it's not a regular living space. It's an outdoor living space. Mara brings another ayah, Toshima, Shovas Betel. What happened? You're traveling on Shabbos and you get stuck outdoors on your way. And where are you stuck? You're, you're stuck on a tail, so to your luck, you're on top of this mound. Shu Gvoya, and it has the right dimensions to be a Rishusayachid. Gvoya Asara, it's tall 10 Tvachim. And Vuhu, Arba Ames, Vat Beisasayim. And the size of this mountain, sort of, this little mountain that you're on, it's either from four Ames. Up to base, up to base aside, up to, to, to this uh, space of 100 by 50 amas that we just said, which is the amount that Chachamim allow you to carry in. So you have a perfect space that you can carry over there. V'chein, or a person is traveling, where does he get stuck? B'nekashu omaka soda v'huma arba amas vat base asayim. A neka is like sort of this cavity between rocks. And you have this space that you can be there for Shabbos between these rocks. So it's deep tent fachim, so it has walls around the tent fachim. And the space is either from four amas to, to sasayim, base sasayim, the, the maximum space that you would be allowed to carry there. <coughs> or a third example, kama ktsura. You end up in a field and you have the, the grain of the field that's been reaped already and you're there in between a field but then you have in the perimeters of the field you have the stalks that are still standing and they're ten tfachim ten tall and these stalks create sort of a wall around you in the field so you're allowed to walk in that entire space and this, it's a so you can walk in that entire space and also just like the halachas and Shabbos, wherever you are, you can travel 2,000 Amis outside of that space. So what do we see again over here? You're using a natural mechitza that was there in order to be able to carry there. So we see that we could rely on a natural mechitza even if you didn't make it for this purpose. So now the Gemara says you're going to want to give the answer that we gave before. Thank you. So now if you're going to say, over here as well, the case over here is that he built it for this purpose. So the Gemara says, okay, the case with the field where you say that there's the stalks that are standing around and then there's the middle of the field that he cut off. That's possible. L'chaye means zolzain, like good, that, that, that could be understood, it's possible. But, when you talk about a person that's stuck on a mountain that's 10 Tvachim high, or he's stuck between rocks that's 10 Tvachim high, no. what are you going to say? He created it. It's there from That's there naturally. So you can't say that he made it. So therefore we have a very good raya from this braise that natural mechitzes you could rely on. So therefore we have to conclude, this is a very good raya. So therefore we conclude based on this, when it comes to relying on mechitzes that are there naturally, everybody will agree you could rely on them. The machloik is between Ambaya and Rava to rely on natural, something that's there naturally, you didn't create it, is belechi. Their only argument is about the lechi that's used by the mavi. Now the Gemara finally explains what the basis of their machloik is. Abaya follows his reasoning. Abaya says the point of a lechi is the lechi serves as a mechitza. It's you putting it at the, at the corner, but that's sort of the beginning of a mechitza. We treat it as a, as a partition. 
As we just said, a partition, a mechitza that's there naturally, you could rely on. So therefore, Allah is no different. Rava's reasoning is, The point of Alechi is for you to recognize the separation between the Rishos and the Mavi. So, if it's something that you put there and you created for this purpose, have a Heker. So then it's a good hacker. But if it's just a tree that's growing there naturally, so then it's not a good hacker. People don't see the difference in the, the, between the opening of the Mavi to the Rosh It just seems like another tree that's growing in the area. So that's where the Machloikis is. So now that we know that the Machloikis is specifically regarding a lechi, the Gemara is going to bring rise to this Machloikis. Toshema, so we learned in the Braise. Avnei Geder, Hayyotzeis Mina Geder. If you have walls that are sticking out of the wall of the Mavi. So you can see this in the picture here. This is going to be in picture Kufnun Gimel. So you have the uh, two side walls of the Mavi. And one of the walls, you see it? Picture Kufnun Gimel. So on one of the walls, there's bricks, sort of bricks that are sticking out from that wall. So the question is, could you rely on those bricks that are sticking out as a Lachi? Right, so the Braise says it depends in what way these, uh, these uh, bricks are sticking out. Avne geder hayetis mina geder. So it's geder is the side wall and it's sticking out of the wall. Muvdale zumizu paches mishleisha. So of those bricks are sticking out and the space between one brick and another is less than three tvachim. So then, ain't sarech lechi yachi. You don't need another lechi. The halacha always is that less than three is lovered. So it's like one big nice lechi you have there. Shloisha, if the space between these bricks is three, three tvachim, tzarech lechi yacher. So then it's not like one lechi, you have to rely, you have to have another lechi. So what do we see over here? The person built the side wall, and then naturally in building that side wall, there was, there was bricks that were sticking out. He wasn't, it wasn't made there lechatchilo for the purpose of the lechi, that's the assumption of the Gemara. It's just when he built the side wall, it ended up sticking out, and nevertheless we rely on it. So we see that we could rely on a lechi that ends up being there naturally from building the side wall, even though you didn't make it for the lechi. So the Gemara... Huh? Yeah, yeah. So the Gemara... No, the case over here is when he built the side wall and he made these bricks sticking out, he made them to stick out in this way because he wanted to use it for a lechi. If he built it for this purpose, so then it's Pashtik, this is a lechi. He built it for this purpose. So the Gemara says, no, it's not so Pashtik. You look at such a kind of wall where you have bricks sticking out, what does it look like? It looks like a lechi. It looks like he built, when, what, what do you do when you build in a corner? So Rashi explains, when you build something in a corner and you want the next wall to be able to attach, you have to leave bricks sticking out in order to attach the wall of the other side. That's what it looks like he was doing. To attach the binyan of the other wall to it. It doesn't look like he was making a lechi. So that's the chiddish, that you could rely on this as a lechi, even though it could look like he was just building it to attach another wall. Toshima, another rayim. It's also? How much each piece is? How large the the main thing you have to look at is the spaces the spaces between one brick and another brick. Ah? Like but if you have many of these little pieces coming out and the space between one and another is less than three tvachim, so it's good. Tashama the Tanya Rabhiya Rabhiya said as follows, and we had this before. Kaisal Shitsido Echot Kanis Machaveda. So you have one of the side walls of the Mavoi. 
and one of those walls, it's not as thick as the rest of the wall. Okay, I guess before we read it inside, we had this before already. We could take a look. Oh, they don't bring the picture here again because we had it before already. So, <laughs> to find the picture before, where was this? Okay. Remember this case? Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, so just a second. It's on Daf Tessam with Bayes. So, if you want to see the picture, you could take a look and test some with Bayes. It's going to be. Yeah, picture Kuf. Uh, picture Tzadik Gimel. Okay, very good. Thank you. Picture Tzadik Gimel and picture Tzadik Dalit. Okay, so you see at one of the side walls of the Mavoy, it has a different um, thickness than the rest of the wall. In one case, you could notice that difference on the inside, and in another case, you can notice that difference only from the outside. Okay, so that's the. So let's see inside again. So you have the side wall of the Mavoy that the thickness of the wall is different. It goes in more than the other, the other wall. Whether it's a case that you can see this difference only from the outside and and it's flush on the inside. Or you could notice this difference on the inside and it's flush, and it's flush on the outside. You could rely on this as a lechi. So what do we see over here? Again, the Gemara's assumption is it's naturally built this way, not for the purpose of a lechi, and nevertheless, we're relying on this to be as the lechi for the opening of Yomavi. So the Gemara says, No, he designed his wall with this difference by the opening of the Mavoi in order to be used as a lechi. So if so, what's the Chiddush? As we already learned before, that a lechi that could only be noticed on the outside and not from the inside is also a lechi. There's about this, and that's really the main chiddush of Rabchia, that the lechi does not have to be noticed from the inside. It could be noticed from the outside, and that's enough. Toshima the Gemara brings another raya from a story that actually happened. The Rav have a Yosef Bahu Mavoya. Rav on Shabbos was sitting in a Mavoy. Have Yosef Rav Hune Kamei, and Rav Hune was sitting in front of him. Amalei Lishame, Rav said to his servant, Zil Aisili Kuze Demai, go bring me a jug of water. Ad also, until the servant came with the jug of water, Nafal Lechia, the Lechi at the opening of the Mavoy fell. <coughs> so you're not allowed to carry there anymore. Achvilei Biyadei, come Aduchte. So Rav was motioning to the servant, stay in your place, don't bring the water. Wanted him to see that you're not allowed to carry. So Amalei Ravuna, Ravuna says, Do you not hold, does the master not hold of this halacha that we said, that you could rely on a tree, even if the lechi fell, you could rely on a tree that's there at the opening of the movi. So apparently in this movi, Rav was sitting there, there was, a, there was a dekel, there was a palm tree that was there that could rely on. So Ravuna says, why don't you want to rely on the tree? Omar, so Rav said, Domi this this Rabbana, this Rav Hune, he's like a person that never, no one ever explained him this halacha of lechi. How could you can't rely on the tree? Why not? Did we plan on relying on this tree from before Shabbos? The lechi just fell down now. We weren't planning on relying on that tree from yesterday. Till here is the story that happened. So now the Gemara says, what do we see here? The only reason Rav says it's a problem is because they weren't planning on using that tree from yesterday. But if they were going to reuse the tree from yesterday, even though it was planted there and wasn't made for the purpose of the lechi, yet they can rely on it. So we see over here a very clear raya to Abaya. But now the Gemara says, well, maybe if we'll change, if we'll say different than what we said before, maybe Abaya and Rav don't argue in this case. 
So maybe we should say Maybe the whole machlokes of Abai and Rava is taka only a case when you did not rely on it from yesterday. But if you did rely on it from yesterday, they would both agree that it is a lechi. So then, this case that they were talking about over here, Rav was talking about one case and they're talking about another case. Maybe, maybe the machlokes of Abai and Rava is only in a case with the loisam chin pligi. Okay, so the Gemara says, No, you can't say that if you decided to rely on it from yesterday, that they're going to both agree. Why? There was a barke by Bei Barchovu. What's a barke? A barke is basically a porch. Okay, you have a porch by this individual Barchovu. And the, we, the, the, the porch was built as a porch. Now, what happens when you build a porch? You have to have poles to support the porch. Now, they wanted to use one of those poles that was a support for the porch that happened to have been by the opening of the Mavoi as a lechi. So you can see it in the picture if you want. It's going to be picture... Oh, I've got to go back to where we're holding over here. We went back to... So it's going to be... Huh? Kuf Nun Dalet. Yeah, so you see you got a porch right at the opening of the Mavoi and you're relying on one of the poles of the porch as a, as a lechi. That was the case there. So Pligi their entire life, they were, they, all their years, they, were, they argued about this pole, if you could use it as a lechi for the movie. So what do you see from this? What was the case that they're arguing? They were only arguing uh, on Shabbos, when it fell on Shabbos itself? No, they were arguing kulushnayu. It was there already from before Shabbos, and they wanted to know, could you rely on this from before Shabbos? That's when the argument was. And Rav said that even from before Shabbos, you can't rely on it. So therefore, this case of, of the story with Rav, where you see that Rav said, if we would have relied on it before Shabbos, it would not be a problem, is a raya against Rav. And according to Rashi, this is one of the six cases that we pass in like Abaya. If you take a look at Rashi, the klal is we always pass in like Rav. Besides six cases that we pass in like Abaya, according to Rashi, and it's the Yal Kagam, this is the, the, the Lechi, this is the case of Lechi Oimid Me'elov, that we pass can like Abaya. But this itself is a machlekes, like everything else. Teisvis disagrees with Rashi. Teisvis says, no, this is not one of the six cases of Yaakagam. There's another case of Yaakagam. This is not one of them. Okay, and we still pass can like Rava here. Huh? According to Teisvis, Leida. The machlekes may get the Tumas Leida. Okay. Zag to Mishnah. Bakayil Eisen Lechim. You can make a lechi with any material. Even actually using an animal, like you see it in the picture if you want to take a look. You, put it, you take a cow and you tie him to the opening of your movie before Shabbos and that's your lechi. Okay, I saw another Gemara, they had a donkey there. It doesn't make a difference. Anyways, you could have an animal, huh? If it's lower than 10 tfachim. So he has to be at least 10 tfachim high. Good point. Yeah? Okay, so even something that's a living. Rabmeya Oise. Rabmeya says, no, you can't use a living thing as a, as a lechi. And another din benigayat to an animal, umetame mishum goylo. If your animal was used as a cover over a caver, the halacha of a cover over a caver is that it's metame like the, like the mace himself. So if in this case it was an animal that was used as the goylol, as the top of the caver, so this animal is now metame like the caver itself, and Rashi actually says, that that's even when the animal walks away. It'll still be metama like the cave itself. It's a big chiddush. Taisus disagrees, but Rashi says that even if the animal walks away, it's still metama like the mace itself. 
Rab Meir Metair. Rab Meir says no. The, the, um, a, a living thing cannot serve as a partition. It cannot serve as a lechi. It cannot serve as a cover over a, over a caver, and therefore it's it's metair. It's tar. <coughs> Another halacha benegeta using a living thing. The kaisven olav gite noshim. You can write a get for a woman on the on an animal. Rabbi Yaisi Aglili Paisa. Rabbi Yaisi Aglili says no. You can't write it on a living animal. We learned in Abrais, Rav Meir, anything that's living, can't be used as a wall for a sukkah, not a lechi for a mavoi, and and also not as the partitions that are used for the wells in order to be able to draw the water from it. It's not used as a cover for a caver either. You can't write a get on a living animal either. My time with Rabbi Yaisi Aglili. What's the source of Rabbi Yaisi Aglili? So apparently, as far as the machlekes, whether it could be used as a partition or a cover, that the Gemara understands what the basis of the machlekes is. It's logical to say that something that's living can't be used as a partition. But to write a get, you have to write areat mugereshesli, and then you give this living animal to the woman. Why can't it be written on a living animal? What's the basis of Rabbi Yaisi Aglili's opinion? Tanya, so we learned in the Braise, Sefer. It says in the Torah, because of La Sefer Christus, it has to be written on a Sefer. Ainly Ella Sefer. So Sefer means it has to be a Sefer, which is a document, a piece of paper, a document. Minayin Larab is called over. From where do I know that you can write to get on any other material? Talmud Loima of Law. The Torah says, write it for her. The Torah could have just simply said, give her the Sefer Christus. Obviously, you have to write it. Why is the Torah saying, write it? It's coming to teach you that it can be written on anything. So if the Torah wants you to know that you can write it on anything, so why does it actually say Sefer? To tell you there is a certain limitation. Sefer is something that's not living and it's also not food. So true you can write on any material but there is still a limitation. It can't be a living thing and it can't be food. That's the opinion of Rabbi Yaisi Aglili. So the Rabbanan that argue on Rabbi Yaisi Aglili, how do they touch this? Where do they know that you can write it even on a living animal? The Rabbanan, Miksiv Basefer, does it say it has to be written in a Sefer, which then it would make this limitation only in something that's not a living thing? Sefer, it says the cost of law, Sefer. It doesn't say Basefer, it says Sefer. What does the word Sefer mean? The word Sefer actually means you have to write the point that the message of a get has to tell you. What are you writing in a get? I'm divorcing you. So that message has to be written. But it doesn't mean Sefer that it has to be an actual document or something that's not a living thing. Okay, that's the title of the word Sefer. If so, so according to the Rabbanon, why do they need the words Vekosavla? What did we say before? What are we dashing from Vekosavla? That it could be written on anything. But according to the Rabbanon, you don't need that Rasha. Because the word Sefer already tells you that. The word Sefer says, as long as you get the message across to her. So what do you need the Vekosavla for? So the Gemara answers, The word Vekosavla is teaching me something else. You could only divorce her through writing a get. You can't divorce her with money. Why would I think you could divorce her with money? So I would think to say, since we know that we compare 
the Kedushin, to the Gedushin, this is a Hekish, the Gemara says in many places, that we compare the two, Ma Havoya, Havoya is the marriage, Ma Havoya, just like when it comes to getting married. The Kesef, one of the ways to, for the Kedushin is it's done through Kesef, Afitziyah B'Kesef, so I would think that the, the divorce, the Gedushin also could be with Kesef, Kamashmulon, therefore the Torah says, V'Kosav, that it's only with a Get, and not with Kesef. So from where does Rabbi Yisai Aglili know this halacha that you can't divorce a woman with kesef? He learns it out from the words sefer krisis, which means sefer karsa, only the get makes the krisis, vein karsa. Money or any other mechanism cannot bring about the get. What does Rabbanon learn from these words, Sefer Krisis? Hi, Sefer Krisis, what do they learn from this? They learn from this something else. What you write in a get has to be something that actually severs the relationship between husband and wife. And the Gemara explains what it means. Look at the Tanya like we learned in Nebraiser. A person writes to an Isha, but then he puts a condition to it. Only on the condition that you don't drink wine. Or on condition that you never go back to your father's house. It's not a crisis. Why? Her entire lifetime, she's still bound to you. She has to fulfill this condition that you made. But what if he makes a get and he writes in the get on condition that for 30 days you don't drink wine or you don't go to your father's house? Then I raise a crisis. Because when those 30 days are up, she's disconnected from him. So it, it allows for a full crisis. So that's what we dash in according to the Rabbanon from the word Sefer Crisis. So Rabbi Yisiak Lili, from where does he know this halacha? That the message of a get has to be that it's fully disconnecting her. Nafkile mikores krisus. The Torah could have written the word kores, sefer kores, that the sefer, the get, cuts her off, and it uses the term krisus, which is a different lashon, the two tufts, then you can, you can darshan two things from this. Rabbanon kores krisus loy darshi. Rabbanon say no. That extra tuft, it's not an extra drasha. They don't darshan anything from that uh, lashon of krisus, and they only darshan one thing from this. Okay, so we had a little bit of Masech the Gitten over here, just as a break from the Indian of Erevin. But we go right back to Erevin. Zak the Gemara, Zak the Mishnah, that is, Shayara Shechonsa Bibika. A caravan of people that on Shabbos got stuck in a valley, and they're there, they're camping in a valley for Shabbos. So what do you do? You want to be able to carry things and be able to be there on Shabbos. So the kifua kli behema. So they take off different kalim, let's say a saddle or whatever it is that they have that they use, a pillow, a saddle that they use on the animal, and they're setting up partitions to create like a nicer shusayachet for themselves. Metal limitecha. They'll be allowed to carry inside of it. It has to have the height of ten tvachim. And also, when you make a wall, the wall doesn't have to necessarily be fully closed. You could have a few breaches, but the breaches should not be bigger than the space that's closed off. Right? And this is something we learned before. When you have a pirtze, an oimid, and a partition, the partition has to be more than what's breached. And then the, the Mishra says another halacha b'chlal, when you have a breach in a chotzer, in a wall of a Rashusayachit, call Pirza Shike Esa Amis, anytime you have a breach that's up to 10 Amis Mutaris, that's allowed, because that's treated as just an opening. Again, this is of course all with the condition that the breach is less than the opening. But an, an additional condition is that it has to be only up to 10 Amis. But if it's more than this, yes, if it's more than 10 Amis, awesome. Then you're not allowed to carry over there because a breach that's more than 10 amas is not considered to be like an opening. It's just broken open and you're, you're missing the wall. 
we learned the Machlaikis and was mentioned by Kitsa before, and here this is the sugi that discusses this subject by Riches. How about if you have the breach equal to the partition? Right? So we're discussing a case where you have the closing more than the breach. That's for sure good. And then you have a case where the breach is more than the closing. That's for sure not good. How about if it's equal? What's going to be the din then? So it's Machlaikis. Rav Papa ma Papa says that's okay. Rav Huna B'reder Rav Yeshua ma Osa. Rav Huna B'reder Rav Yeshua says no, it's a problem. So the Gemara explains their Machlaikis. Very interesting. Rav Papa ma Mutter. Rav Papa says, you know why this is Mutter? Hachi Agmere Rachmana Lameisha. This is a Halacha Lameisha Misinai. This is what the Ebesha taught Meisha Rabbeinu. Loi Tifreitz Ruba. That it should not be open. The majority of it should not be open. So as long as the Pirza is not the majority, even if it's equal, the closing and the opening is equal, it's fine. Ravone, huh? Allah 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 very interesting, the Rishayim point this out. What kind of a hezbar of a machlaikis is this? It's very unusual. So the Ran says, the Pshat is, they had a Masayra, they had the, tra- the tradition that when, they, when this Allah was said, the word Raiv was said in the Allah that it has to be Raiv. But the question was, in what context was the word Raiv used? So Rav Papa said, the word Raiv was used to say that the breach shouldn't be Raiv. So as long as it's equal, the partition and the breach is equal, then it's good. Rav Shua says, no, the, the word raiv was used in another context. That has to be raiv closed off, and not, uh, not equal is not good. So that, that's, they're arguing where the word raiv, in what context the word raiv was used. So now the Gemara brings a simpler eye from our Mishnah. Now we learned in our Mishnah, It says clearly in our Mishnah that when you have a partition, so the breach should not be more than what's built. So what do we see from our Mishnah? But if you have the breach and the binyan is the same, it's the same amount, then it's okay. It says you should be careful that it shouldn't be more the opening. So the Gemara says, no. Don't be medayik from the Mishnah that if it's the same, it's okay. Rather be medayik from the Mishnah. That only if the binyan is more, if the closing is more than the breach, then it's okay. That's how you should be medayik from the Mishnah. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? It doesn't fit into the Mishnah. If the breach and what's built and the closing is the same, then it's not good. So Ihachi Listni, the Mishnah should have said, Lo Yiu Pirtzis Kebinyan, that the breach should not be as much as what you built. It shouldn't have said that if it's the Pirtzis more than the Binyan, that it's a problem. It should have said that if it's like the Binyan, then it's a problem. Kashya. So the Gemara says, this is Taka, a question of Hunabredir of Yeshua's Shitta, and the Gemara doesn't have an answer to this. But the Rishayim say, the Gemara does not say to Yufta. It doesn't totally refute Rav Hunabredir of Yeshua's opinion, because Rav Hunabredir of Yeshua held that the Tana of the Mishnah wasn't so medayik in this Prat. He was telling, the point that the Tana is saying is true, that if the Pirtz is more than the Binyan, then it's not good, and that the, 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 you have to have Binyan more than the Pirtz. But this case, he wasn't so medayik. So therefore the Gemara says Kashya, it doesn't say to Yufta. Okay, we'll stop over here and have other eyes for this.